As an acoustic guitar geek, one of the greatest joys in life is discovering new music. Artists that you've never heard of that completely sweep you off of your feet. Now, usually during the show, I tell you about these artists. But today, the shoe's gonna be on the other foot because I'm gonna give you a list of 13 places that I go to discover new music so that you can go there and discover new inspirational music for yourself. Happy Valentine's Day, TAC family. It is February 14th. It is the day of Cupid, the day of love. I'm wearing my home Red Hawks jersey. I feel like Cupid myself, just flying around in that little uh, cloth diaper, shooting, uh, shooting arrows around. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> this is episode 278 of the Acoustic Tuesday Show, a show packed full of inspiration and fun designed to help you get more joy, fulfillment, and progress from your acoustic guitar journey. Throughout today's episode, I'll be keeping you in the loop with some acoustic news you can use, which includes a must-see show happening tonight. Tickets are only $20. Also, a major milestone from one of my favorite guitar manufacturers and much, much more. Plus, I'm going to be answering some questions and looking at some comments from a few past episodes, one of which is from a bully. But first, let's explore some new avenues for you to fall in love with some new music and some new acoustic artists. Now, this list is in no particular order. This is just, uh, these are just YouTube channels that I go to to discover new music. And I wanted to share them with you in case you don't know about them. And for the majority of these channels, I wanted to pair a featured artist from each that uh, I thought you would really dig. So uh, let's just go ahead and get started. The first channel I wanna share with you is Ear Trumpet Labs. Yes, they make fantastic microphones, but they also film live performances in their shop. One of which is from a guitarist that you need to know about. In fact, you need to stop what you're doing right now. You need to get his album, Brian Rahija, uh, B-R-Y-A-N-R-A-H-I-J-A, a phenomenal acoustic guitarist. His compositions are memorable, they're catchy, and they're just downright beautiful. Here he is playing in the Ear Trumpet Labs shop. hotspot is the bluegrass situation. They feature and collect videos from all sorts of different sources, and they always feature what I think are cutting edge folk and bluegrass acts. And I'm gonna feature a video that they published probably seven years ago uh, from the Telluride Bluegrass Festival. It's Tim O'Brien playing the song, You Were On My Mind. He's walking down a dirt road with a banjo, and it's beautiful. I remember when this video first came out, I probably watched it a hundred times, possibly even more, because the song is awesome, the visuals are awesome, and it's just a great channel to continually visit if you want to discover new music. Here's Tim O'Brien. Well, I was doing good and I was flushing, I was fancy fine. Till I threw it all away on women, whiskey cards, dice and wine. Throw the 
coaster doesn't ever seem to end. Sticking with the Valentine's Day theme, the next uh, new music makeout spot is gonna be <laughs> is gonna be from Tom Sands. His YouTube channel not only gives you a plethora of information regarding Tone Woods, not only gives you amazing features on the guitars that he creates, he also does shop sessions featuring artists that you likely have never heard of. Now you might be thinking, okay, okay, Tone, I know where you're going with this. Tom Sands is gonna do some shop session with Will McNichol who's an amazing guitarist. Yes, and he's done a shop session with Will before, but that's not who I'm gonna feature today. I'm gonna feature an artist you've never heard of, one that you need to hear right now, and luckily for you, you will. The artist's name is Marnie Glum. We're gonna look at just a small clip of her performance. Uh, her full performance lasts about 12 or 13 minutes, and I recommend that you pour yourself a cup of coffee and take the whole thing in. It's beautiful, her voice is delicious, it's a horrible descriptor for a voice, but it is just an awesome, awesome session. A great songwriter, a great singer, a delicate player who I think accentuates what Tom Sands' guitars are really good at. Okay, without further ado, here's Marnie. Wasn't born to be this tired Take my time and rewind it for me Then maybe I could find a place to reach a state of recovery since I was small I've become someone I don't really the fourth place for a magical musical slow dance is Western AF. I have featured a ton of their videos before. They do not only a good job of finding awesome off-the-radar artists, they do a great job of filming the sessions. The audio's awesome, the filming locations are always intriguing and visually interesting, and as I mentioned, the artists that they feature are top-notch, and some of which you likely may have never heard unless you stumbled on them through the Western AF channel. So let's take a look at a video that they just shot, I would say in the last couple months, from a Montana singer-songwriter. A Montana singer-songwriter that I just played a gig with a couple weeks ago. We did a little songwriters in the round, and Tessie Lou Williams was one of the songwriters, and Western AF just filmed her playing her song, Leaving Montana. Here she is. cannot mention Western AF without quickly mentioning gems on VHS. I feel like these two are the front runners when it comes to discovering new rootsy folk musicians. So the fifth place to find new music is gems on VHS. They also have, to the best of my knowledge, a Spotify playlist, which is very, very convenient. Nonetheless, uh, you likely know about this channel, but if you don't, I wanna make you hip to it because it's awesome. Again, the filming locations are nailed. The artist roster is nailed. The audio quality is nailed. It's all nailed. 
And uh, I think the name's pretty clever, Gems on VHS. Anyways, uh, let's listen to one of my favorites, Alexa Rose playing her song, Human, on the Gems on VHS YouTube channel. I wanna feel clean Shining new I wanna wash myself away Till I'm just a mirror before you I want the glossy sheen The sixth channel for frolicking with new artists is the Folk Alley Sessions, another great YouTube channel that features great folk artists, one of which is Taylor Ashton. That name might sound familiar because I featured an album that he did with Courtney Hartman some time ago. Anyways, you need to hear him solo because he's just damn good. Here he is playing a Folk Alley session, playing the song, If You Can Hear Me. By the stripes of yellow light coming in through the blinds Don't our bodies look like waves in the night Isn't there a disconnect between our mouths and our minds a thousand things we'd like to say but still can't quite Another of my favorite new music honey holes is the White Wall Sessions. I believe they're based in South Dakota, maybe North Dakota. They're based in the Dakotas. I'm going off memory here. It's not, it's not super sharp today. Uh, anyways, uh, White Wall Sessions features great, uh, I would say like around three, four song performances from local bands, uh, national touring acts that aren't like, you know, playing stadiums and whatnot. And the song I want to share with you today is Ball and Chain, written and performed by a Bozeman, Montana favorite band, Laney Lou and the Bird Dogs. So cool. Uh, Laney Lou is actually a TAC member. I taught their banjo player long time ago, uh, Matt Damaris. I, I taught him banjo, I think, when he first moved to Bozeman. But I have a lot of personal connection with the band, and I think they're outstanding. So here's Laney Lou and the Bird Dogs playing Ball and Chain on a White Wall session. This next avenue to discover new music is a bit of an eclectic one, Paste Magazine. Now, I say this with a little bit of an asterisk because Paste Magazine doesn't only feature acoustic acts. However, if you look through their videos, you can find some killer singer-songwriters and just stuff that will knock your socks off straight through your boots. You don't even have to take your boots off. Your socks will go flying through the toes. Anyways, uh, one of these acts that knocked my socks off, uh, is Charles Wesley Godwin. Never heard of him before, surfing through the videos of Paste Magazine, and there he was. And the song that I'm gonna share with you is entitled Temporary Town, a lyrical masterpiece, in my opinion. Here he is. I can picture it now, a white house in a clearing. I'm in a bluebird song till the days were hard to hear him. Ancient blue ridges are just like big old fences. 
Off to Saginaw, Michigan for the next channel. Yes, Mule Resophonic Guitars makes my favorite Resophonic guitars. Mule Resophonic Guitars makes my favorite electric guitars. But they also do shop sessions and really captures the vibe. It captures the vibe of the instruments. It captures the vibe of the artists that choose these instruments as musical tools. I've seen Charlie Parr play there. I've seen Jeffrey Foucault play there. Uh, I've seen, um, um, uh, 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 what's his name? It's not Ariel Posen. I, his name escapes me, although Ariel plays a, a mule caster. I can't think of his name. Uh, Tyler Bryant, Tyler Bryant. I don't know if he did a mule shop session, but he definitely has a video on there and it knocked my socks off. Anyways, uh, long story long. Sorry, I'm trying to rip through these here, but I wanna give you a little bit of context as to why these channels are on my list. So the uh, performance I wanna feature from Mule Resophonic Guitars is Doug Wamble, 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 I should have looked up the pronunciation, shouldn't have I? Uh, new artist to me, uh, obviously, and he's playing the song Waiting on a Friend. Here he is playing that song at Mule Resophonic Guitars in Saginaw, Michigan. I'm not waiting on a lady, oh no. I'm just waiting on a friend. Number 10, The Fretboard Journal. Yes, it's a phenomenal quarterly magazine, one of the best publications around the subject matter of guitar that has ever existed and likely will ever exist. Easily one of my favorites. In fact, this last issue, number 51, I got my picture in it. I'm pretty excited about it. Uh, anyways. <laughs> Not, not the point. You gotta check out their YouTube channel because they have folks come through the office and play. And I think during lockdown, they had folks submit some videos, one of which, you wanna talk about knocking your socks off? I had never heard of John Tavius Willis before. I clicked on this video and it was like, like clicking a button and reaching enlightenment. It, it, it's really, it was that powerful. John Tavius Willis, a phenomenal acoustic blues player. Uh, here he is playing the song Bull Weevil for the Fretboard Journal, a YouTube channel that you just need to be subscribed to, plain and simple, not just for the performances, but for everything else. Since today is focused on new artists and performances, let's just look at one of those. Here's John Tavius Willis. I went to my field and I found a bull Carter Vintage Guitars is the next channel I have to mention. Not only do you get a chance to see beautiful vintage instruments showcased, you get to see these beautiful instruments showcased by phenomenal musicians, some of which you likely have never heard of the whole point of today's show, Discovery. So this is a real one-two punch. Two birds, one stone, 
whatever you want to say about getting a lot of bang for your buck, this channel is one you must be subscribed to. Let's look at a quick performance from Brooks Forsyth, somebody whom I had never heard of, and now who I really, really enjoy because I discovered him, him through Carter Vintage Guitars. Here he is playing the song Little Coal Mining Town. To support his wife, Clarita, and their son, Daniel, his family life was a hidden shambles. This is how it all went down in a little cold mining town. In a little cold town. You just can't mention Carter Vintage Guitars without mentioning the North American guitar. So on one hand, you have these beautiful vintage guitars being played by very capable, amazing musicians. Well, take another group of capable, amazing musicians and have them play modern-built, small-bench, luthier-made acoustic guitars. That's what the North American guitar is, and that's what their videos feature. And I have to tell you this, this next performance might be my favorite on this entire list because it's someone whom I'm familiar with from guitar demos, talking about guitars, being extremely knowledgeable about acoustic guitars. But it just so happens she's one of those sneaky, incredible players. Lindsay Straw from the North American Guitar, it's stuck on my words. Lindsay Straw from the North American Guitar is just a tasteful player. And here she is playing her own song, The Cardinal's Path, again on the North American Guitar YouTube channel. And finally, I've got another dandy for you, the Cardinal Sessions. Not even sure what Cardinal Sessions is associated with. I didn't even research the channel. I stumbled on it and immediately went to the videos and started watching their uh, Cardinal Sessions at home, Cardinal Sessions from home, something that they did during lockdown where artists submitted videos to be featured on the channel. Wow, talk about a treasure trove of new under the radar underground artists that are just mind blowing. They're just mind blowing. There's so much great music out there. This is a great way to discover it. Again, the Cardinal Sessions. We're gonna listen to an artist by the name of John Bryant singing his song at home. Wait until you hear his voice. I was sitting alone in the studio, surfing through videos. I clicked on this video. And in my mind, I saw him and I thought, oh, his voice is gonna sound like this. It was 180 degrees the opposite of what I thought it was gonna sound like. Here it is. When the smoke and flames build up too high You're always there for me You clear the air I breathe I 
have some honorable mentions as well. Of course, NPR's Tiny Desk series. It really spans all sorts of genres, all sorts of types of music, uh, from electric to funk to disco to punk. It's all there. Uh, KEXP, a radio station that does some great interviews and musical performances, as well as Jam in the Van, uh, a great channel if you want to kind of get into the... Jam band world? Not really. Uh, more electric, maybe a little bit more rock. But anyways, I thought I'd mention those because I frequent those channels as well. Uh, and now I have a question for you. What is your favorite YouTube channel that helps you discover new music? By no means did I list off the definitive list. I know that there's a bunch of resources out there and I would love for the comments section to serve as a, a list of places, a list of resources that all of us guitar geeks can go to, to find something new to listen to. Because like I said, there's just so much amazing music out there. And I even have more to share with you in acoustic news you can use, which I may as well just dive into right this very second. Okay, uh, first up on the news docket today, Thompson Guitars is holding a flat pick camp April 21st through April 23rd. Yes, you can go to Sisters, Oregon. You can learn from phenomenal flat pickers, Jack Tuttle, yeah, Molly's dad, and Dale Adkins. Right there next to the Thompson Guitars shop, you can go see how the guitars are made. You can learn some flat picking tunes. You can learn some flat picking techniques in a beautiful, beautiful setting. I was out in Sisters um, last year, last year, October, I think. I can't even remember now, but it's beautiful. Knock my socks off. Man, my socks are really getting just, just they're flying off my feet today. A beautiful place, very kind people. Go to the Thompson Guitars website, click on projects. You'll be able to get all of the details. And of course, if you have any questions, reach out to Christine at Thompson Guitars. Uh, next up, I just wanna bring a publication to your, uh, to your awareness, to your, to your uh, I wanna bring a publication to your, um, What's the word? Wow. Talk about a day. I don't know if it's the late night hockey games lately. I don't know if it's the pucks to the head. I don't know if it's having a two-year-old running around the house like a madman. But my brain is, is uh, we're faltering today. We're faltering. I want to bring this publication to your attention. That's what I wanted to do. Uh, the Finger Style Guitar Journal. I had no idea this existed until I saw Callum Graham post that he's on the cover of the journal. I believe this is a digital only publication, but if you're interested in fingerstyle guitar, check out fingerstylejournal.com. Very cool, very cool. Speaking of fingerstyle guitar, there's a show that you need to go to tonight. Now, chances are you can't book a flight and go to this show right now. Maybe, I guess it's early in the morning. The show's on the West Coast. I'll give you the details. Okay, tonight, at the Crest Theater in Sacramento, California, uh, there's a $20 show, and it's Khaki King playing her entire album, Everybody Loves You. The first album that I ever heard from Khaki King that, uh, well, may as well go for it, knocked my socks off. Um, she's playing that whole album front to back. Again, the Crest Theater in Sacramento. The, sh the tickets are $20. The show starts at eight o'clock. And who opens the show? Adrian Ballou, friend of the show, phenomenal uh, modern percussive fingerstyle guitar player. What a great matchup. Khaki King, Adrian Ballou tonight, Crest Theater, Sacramento, 20 bucks. Show starts at eight. Book your flight. I don't know. If you're feeling crazy, just hop on a plane and get out there. Uh, if you happen to live near Sacramento, you're, you're definitely in luck. That's happening tonight. Bring a date. It's Valentine's Day. 
It's Valentine's Day. Bring a date. What a great first date. Even if the date goes bad, you still get to take in some new music, right? And if like you go out to dinner beforehand and the conversation isn't great, well, you don't talk during the concert anyway. So you still get to see new music. You still get to go on a date, check that Valentine's Day box, even if the date's not great. But it will be great because of the, because of the music, because of the concert. Don't come to me for dating advice. I'm probably the worst. Probably the, Whitney would, would tell you that. She would tell you that. I, that's nothing new in our relationship. Okay, uh, <laughs> moving right along. Uh, there's a new album that you need to know about from a friend of the show, Eric Skye. He's got his own signature Santa Cruz guitar, but that's really a small item on the list because Eric, he's a great acoustic guitar player but I will say that his tone and feel is unmatched. And he undertakes these projects that are just, they seem so, uh, daunting isn't the right word that has a negative connotation. They seem so overwhelming and big, but he just approaches these projects with ease and it shows in his playing, oh, beautiful playing. Uh, the new album is entitled Over the Waterfall. It's him and Jamie Stillway. Uh, it came out on January 13th, just a month ago. And these are, uh, I would say, tunes from the old time realm, tunes from the, dare I say, bluegrass realm. I would say more old time realm. Anyways, these two together, it's just magic. It's, it's like the stars aligning and the planets circling and other galactical starry cosmos stuff. Um, beautiful, a beautiful album. I want to feature a song from it. One of my favorite old time songs, Cold Frosty Morning. Now, I mentioned Eric's tone pay special attention to not only his tone, the dynamics between the two. I could go on and on. Let's just listen to the darn song. I'll shut my yapper. Here is Jamie Stillway and Eric Skye playing Cold Frosty Morning. Okay, let's dig into a few comments from some past episodes, namely the humidification episode. There was a lot of great comments on that uh, on that show, so if you haven't seen it, make sure to check it out. Kind of the ins and outs as to how to humidify your guitar. There was a lot of questions about, you know, do I need to humidify the case, uh, etc. And yes, absolutely, you need to humidify the case. In fact, a lot of cases, if you get a new case, a lot of cases come dry, so you have to kind of season them up so that. Uh, the case doesn't absorb all the moisture, especially if you're using those humidipacks. That's a total, total side note. Let me dig into some specific comments. The first one comes from none other than Adrian Ballou. I mentioned his new release, uh, the new single he released, Groove Pursuit, and I was talking about the reverb. Well, he answered me in the comments. He says this, thanks for the shout out, brother. 
Groove Pursuit was done in Antoine DeFore's studio, so I can't say exactly what the reverb is, but it's a mix of three to four reverbs among up to eight different sources capturing my playing. I know that Adrian plugs in with a multi-source pickup. They probably had some microphones in it. It sounds like a whole uh, crock pot stew of, of sonic awesomeness. Uh, so Adrian, thanks for reaching out. It's always good to hear from you, man. Uh, have a great show tonight, by the way, since I mentioned that already. Um, just so cool. Take a picture, send it to the show if you see this, if you hear this. Um, be awesome. Be awesome to feature that. Okay, the next comment. Oh, geez. You know, this is another one I wasn't going to feature, but I had to. I just, I, I needed to defend some things. You know, I get a little touchy about the hockey jersey thing. I'm a huge hockey fan. I'm a huge hockey player. Uh, even now, I'm almost 40. I love playing hockey. I took way too long off of playing hockey to not proclaim how awesome hockey is, even though the Hawks stink this year. Again, side note, I, I'm going to run long. This episode is going to run long. So if you're listening on the podcast, if you're sitting down right now, pour yourself another cup of coffee. It's just, it's, without a doubt, I will run long. Uh, this comment, this, this comment comes from Bully Thomas Sawicki. He says this, I muted your video and stopped it. I don't want to watch it. <laughs> Why'd you click on it? Um, anyways, I just came here to insult you. I guess there's nothing better to do than to click on a video you don't want to watch, stop it and mute it, and insult the person in the video. I can think of like a million other things I'd rather be doing than, than that. Um, and then it goes on. After all, your commercials are so annoying, I thought I would annoy you. Um, I'm sorry, I, I actually am not sorry. I, I believe in Tony's Acoustic Challenge. I'm proud of the, the, the ads that are out there and I know that TAC changes people's lives. So I'm not gonna apologize for that. I'm, I'm sorry that the ads bug you, that, that stinks. Just wait five seconds and skip it. It's pretty easy, I do it on all YouTube videos. Uh, you look as much like a hockey player as Bobby Orr looks like Jimi Hendrix. I don't. I guess there's a defined look of a hockey player. I wish I had fake teeth because I'd take them out right now. Uh, also, Jimi Hendrix is spelled J-I-M-I. -I. Uh, just quick correction there. Uh, next, I think a bull weave. Uh, sorry, I think a bull wevel has made a nest in your beard. We just listened to John Tavius. Uh, Willis played the song Bull Weevil. John Tavius spelled it correctly. This is not spelled correctly. Weevil has two E's. Bull Weevil made a nest in your beard. Okay. I, some people like the beard. Some people don't. Okay. Okay. You're entitled to your own opinion. You need more tattoos. Tattoos. Tattoo also has an extra T there in the center, in the center of the word tattoos. Uh, I love my tattoos. I love tattoos. I love art. Um, might not be your thing, but I love it. I love supporting uh, my favorite tattoo artists in the world out at uh, Ether Tattoo Club here in Four Corners, which is just close to, uh, to Bozeman, Montana. Shout out to all the amazing artists there. Uh, Olivia, John, Stephanie, Ange, Ryan, Nikki behind the desk, uh, some of my favorite people, uh, and I spend a lot of time in that shop. Uh, because they're my favorite people and because I love their art. So if you like tattoos, awesome. If you don't, awesome. No judgment here. I'm sorry that you felt the need to pass judgment on me. This is kind of a no judgment zone. We're all guitar geeks. We're just trying to help one another reach 
success, whatever that means for you, whatever that means for me, it's all different. It's different for all of us. But anyways, let's go to some more positive comments. I think we need to cleanse the palate. Next one comes from Tex Haynes. Tony is correct about 10 minutes a day practice slash playing. I'm sorry, Tony is correct about 10 minutes a day practice slash playing a day improves your playing and singing if you do that. During shutdown, I started tack to keep my skills at that point. I didn't want to get hung up on figuring out what to do tomorrow. I just wanted to do or play. Tack did that for me. The trick was to insert these lessons into what I was already doing. That is now easier with these little Acoustic Tuesday clips, well worth the investment of time and money in my opinion. I now play a minimum of 10 minutes a day, sometimes a few hours. I also volunteer to sing and play on average 10 hours a week for folks who can't get out. Folks in a memory care and assisted living facility, etc. Thanks, Tony. Uh, thank you, Tex. Thank you for the kind words. Thank you for kind of contributing to the greater guitar geek good. Uh, what a great way to, to play and, and uplift folks that maybe don't get a lot of outside visitors, maybe don't get a lot of outside exposure. Uh, great work, man. Uh, so cool. I'm so happy for you. I'm so, I'm so proud of you. I and mean, that's a TAC family member out there just doing doing some awesome things. So thanks a lot, Tex. Uh, thanks for watching the show. Thanks for being a member of the TAC fam. Uh, next comment here comes from, let's see, I, I'm going to do one more. Uh, the next comment comes from MFF. Well, you got me. I just joined TAC. This is the pursuit of a lifelong desire to learn to play the guitar. At 53 years old, I'm trying to complete a circle that started when my father gave me a guitar when I was six. I still remember the day I fell down and broke it. It's a memory that's haunted me my whole life. So here I am trying to resolve my childhood trauma. Man, I'm sorry that that happened. Um, but kudos to you for starting. Just, just hopping back in. You're never too old to start. You're never too old to start. I hear that so many times. Oh, I can't go back to playing guitar now. I won't be as good as I was. I'm too old to learn something new. False, false, false. There I am pounding on the desk again. That's false. Uh, and cheers to you, uh, MFF, for starting up again. And thanks for being a member of the TAC family. Now, speaking of the TAC family, uh, go ahead and grab your guitar. It's time to see what the TAC family is working on today. Every single week within Tony's Acoustic Challenge, we rotate through the five essential guitar skills. Monday is a technique challenge. Tuesday's a guitar lick challenge. Wednesday's an improvisation challenge. Thursday's a rhythm guitar challenge. Friday's an... Uh, what are Friday? Oh my gosh. Friday's a chord transition challenge. Today is Tuesday. The TAC family is working on a guitar lick, and it is indeed Valentine's Day infused. Here it is. Your Tuesday TAC guitar lick challenge is entitled Head Over Heels. One, because it uses pull-offs and triplets to create kind of a, a, a tumbling motion, and two, because every challenge this week within TAC gives a nod to Valentine's Day and falling in love. You fall head over heels for somebody. There's even a nod to Cupid. There's some other risque terms as well. Let me go ahead and play this lick so you can hear how it does create that, that tumbling, almost falling down a hill motion. Here's how it sounds. It's a great lick that has two awesome uses for your playing. 
And if you wanna learn this note for note, TACFAM, please log in. This is your daily challenge. Go ahead and click Start Challenge. That'll take you right to the teaching video. And once you get it under your fingers, you can move to the play along video. Pick a speed that's comfortable for you and don't forget to open up the tab. Click on that icon in the lower right-hand corner and then you can have the video and the tab right next to each other for full comprehension of this lick. Okay, so how do you exactly use this in your playing? And as with most licks that I show you, this is a great fill lick, meaning you can use it in between vocal verses. Let's say you're singing a line, it ends on an A minor, and there's a little bit of space before you start singing again. And instead of just strumming, which is totally okay, you can use this lick to add some dimension to your playing, to the song that you're playing. Instead of just strumming on the chord and keeping things kind of flat, this adds some dynamic, it adds some spice and some mojo to your playing. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna go ahead and strum an A minor chord steadily, move to this lick, and then go back to an A minor chord so you can kind of hear it in context. Here's how that would sound. It's a great way to, again, add some dimension to your playing while you're singing a song. It's also a great way to practice this lick. You can strum that A minor chord, move to that lick, come back to the A minor chord, move to that lick, come back to the A minor chord, so on and so forth. It's a great way to get it under your fingers, and it's a great way to start understanding the musical space that it takes up. Once you understand that musical space, it's far easier to inject a lick like this into your playing. Okay, the second use for this, and I, I find this a really fantastic use for this lick, is coming out of a solo in the key of A minor. It's a great way to give a nod to the A minor chord, and it's a great way to get yourself back into that rhythm strumming. Much like you just used it, but instead of strumming prior to using the lick, you'd be playing a steady stream of notes. That would sound like this. so on and so forth. It's just a, just a quick stream of notes so you can kind of hear how it fits as the ending to a solo. And the reason this lick works so well is that it's actually using the notes of an A minor chord. So instead of just picking random notes out of the A minor scale, we're giving a nod to that A minor chord so that it kind of puts a nice cap on a solo and really places it musically. Okay, one more thing before we get back to the show. And that's, that's something that involves you learning something new. I wanna shed some light on how best to do that mentally. Now, I think, I think the common pitfall here is that when we see something we wanna learn as guitar players, and when I say we, I'm lumping myself in there as well, we want to learn something as a whole. We want that end product immediately. And what ends up happening is because our sights are set on that end product, we fall into this, this pitfall of feeling like, oh, we're not getting it right away. It's very frustrating. So what I wanna encourage you to do is when you're learning something new, continue to break it down into its smallest pieces. If it feels like you still can't get it, break it down again. If it still, if it still feels like that tiny piece, you just can't get it under your fingers, break it down again. In a lick like this, you can look at it in a number of ways. 
If you're feeling comfortable with it right off the bat, you can start incorporating it into your rhythm playing, like I showed you. If you're not quite comfortable with it, you can simply get the notes under your fingers. Ignore the pull-offs, ignore the triplets, just get the lay of the land. What notes will you be using? If you feel like the pull-offs are hanging you up, just focus on the pull-offs. Remove the entire lick from your brain and just focus on the simple technique of using a pull-off. If maybe the triplets are hanging you up, just focus on the triplets, aside from the lick. See, what I'm doing here is continuing to break this down into smaller and smaller pieces so we can identify what might be hanging you up, what might be getting in your way of learning the lick in its entirety, and just focus on that. Once you get those tiny pieces, you can start adding them together. And before you know it, you will have the lick as it sounds. You will have that song you're working on. You'll have whatever you're working on, but it does take time. It takes those tiny steps. It's that old adage, how do you eat, how do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. That's how I want you to approach learning anything new on the guitar. All right, let's zip through your second dose of acoustic news you can use. And first up on my list is a major milestone from one of my favorite guitar manufacturers in the world. Bourgeois Guitars just closed up, well, about a month ago. They, they closed up guitar number 10,000. Serial number 10,000, they plopped the top on that puppy. How cool, I cannot imagine. You know, just to put it in a, into perspective, can you imagine Dana Bourgeois starting a guitar shop, building guitars, his first guitar, second guitar, 100 guitars. That's a lot of guitars for a small shop. And now here they are at 10,000 guitars. Congratulations, congratulations. You guys build some of the best guitars in the world. Um, I am I'm very grateful to own a few of them. I've got three different ones and um, Wow, just wow. Uh, congratulations again to Dana and crew. And shout out to my buddy Mitch Nelson, whom I worked with in Chicago, who uh, I think recently got a job out at the Bourgeois shop. Anyways, moving right along, uh, speaking of, of awesome things, Michael Watts, I mentioned him last episode. He started a podcast called Life on the Fretboard in conjunction with the Fretboard Journal. Make sure to check that out. But that's not what I'm focusing on right now. He did an interview with George Groon and... It is one of the coolest, most candid interviews I've ever seen with George. Um, the two clearly hit it off, and the subject matters really range from guitars as an investment to all other aspects of the music and guitar industry. Here's a quick little clip from that interview. Well, I like mandolins and banjos every bit as well as guitars. Back early in my career as a shop owner, my mother was very concerned that I was putting all my money into guitars and I wasn't saving anything for later life mm. and uh, she said that you know, I needed to have diversified investments and I assured her not to worry I don't put it all in guitars I buy mandolins and banjos too <laughs> that is a massively diverse portfolio I think that anyone would agree <laughs> it works I'm not done with Michael Watts yet no, remember, I think it was last week I said I feel like he has a teleportation device because he's just everything guitars, just boom, Michael Watts, boom, there's that calm voice, boom, there's that awesome, cool demeanor. He's, he's there, he's everywhere. Michael, I know you're watching. You just, you amaze me, man, you amaze me. Well, you all need to know about season two of Luthier Stories. Michael Watts, one of the most knowledgeable guitar 
personalities on the internet interviews small bench luthiers of high acclaim. And I gotta tell you, I'm excited because season two, well, it started back on January 21st. It, the premiere was Saturday on the 21st of January. Let me go ahead and read the description uh, of this particular series. Season two of Luthier Stories begins this Saturday, the 21st of January. It has been a long time coming and I can't wait to share it with you. You've been so patient. Thank you to the astonishing talents of, check out who he's interviewing here, Michael Greenfield, Marabella Guitars, John Monteleon, Linda Manzer, Ken Parker, and Bashkin Guitars, who inspire us all with their beautiful work. Uh, just great. You have to see the trailer because the song that's played in the trailer is a great guitar adaptation of a very famous song. You'll hear it and um, it will certainly get you drooling about this series that, well now, is, is full on. It's full on. It's coming out. It's coming out. Here's the trailer. And those wonderful tantalizing notes, I guess they're really more tantalizing scenes. Tantalizing scenes. I think it's a great time to wrap up this Valentine's Day bonanza of love. Um, <laughs> you can use that. If you're asking your spouse out uh, for a nice Valentine's Day dinner, say, hey, would you like to join me in a Valentine's Day bonanza of love? Let's, let's stay out of the gutter. Okay, let's take... <laughs> Completely derailed here. Uh, let's take a sneak peek into next week. Next week on the Acoustic Tuesday show, I'll be sharing with you some of the guitar stylings of Muddy Waters. I have been on a huge Muddy Waters kick lately. I've really dug deep and I'm excited to sit down with my guitar and show you some of the uh, Muddy Waters-isms so you can use them in your own playing. That's happening next week on the Acoustic Tuesday show. Remember, you can catch Acoustic Tuesday every single Tuesday, shocker, at 10 a.m. Mountain Time. I wanna thank you so much for joining me today. And before I let you go, please do remember this. Your guitar success, however you define it for yourself, is directly related to your guitar routine. So please invest the time in developing your guitar routine and make sure to have fun every single day that you play. Thank you again for joining me. Thank you for being a guitar geek. And I'll see you next Tuesday on the Acoustic Tuesday Show. Cheers, guitar geeks unite.